Welcome to Cognizant Podcasts, tailor-made for easy listening. We bring you digital trends for busy executives on the go. Welcome to today's episode. I am Jenna Coker-Jones, certified holistic health coach, mom, and conscious purchaser. In today's episode, we will talk about the importance of transparency in business and how it is imperative in meeting the demands of the low-cost consumers. That is short, if you don't know, for lifestyles of health and sustainability. And we are talking with the amazing Anka Novakovic Lund, who is the Senior Principal Sustainability Advisor in Cognizance North America Sustainability Services Advisory. Wow, I got it all out. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) We'll speak about transparency and traceability, why brands are struggling to meet their goals in this space, and how they can overcome these obstacles. I am so excited to to discuss this topic with you today, Anka, and hear more about your amazing insights. And especially since this topic, I am so personally invested and passionate about. Uh, are you ready to get started? Oh yeah, and I gotta say, I love your passion about it too. I can, I can hear it. I know we got talking earlier. We were, I'm, we could talk for days, for days. This won't go for days, but we're, we could talk for days. All right, Anka, just to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your position at Cognizant? Absolutely. So I've been in the sustainability space for 16 years, helping organizations with their sustainability strategy and then operationalizing them. And I started working with Cognizant in January and. Uh, I came on board because I want to create change on a larger scale. So there is an opportunity to really support organizations at uh, large organizations, right? The global 2000s in their sustainability initiatives. And I really think that technology is key. It's a key component to making sure that sustainability is successfully implemented throughout their operations and throughout their supply chain, because strategy is awesome and it's needed, but then you need to operationalize it. And without technology nowadays, you you can do it, but you're it's going to take you forever to do it. And you're not going to have all the information. That's great. I, I mean, I think also, the, you know, the ripple effect in big brands and these big corporations you're working with is huge, right? So being able to make change on a large scale is epic. And so many people don't get to do that. And the fact that you're able to really get your hands dirty in there and make change is amazing. So thank you so much as a person in society today for doing what you're doing truly. Um, okay, let's get down and dirty. You ready? I am ready. You wrote a, you wrote a piece recently about the Lojas consumer. Again, that is lifestyles of health and sustainability. All right. So the Lojas consumer, uh, a customer segment that is growing rapidly, like the stats are off the charts and the pace in which it's growing is huge. Like we're seeing giant jumps in the numbers just since 2019. Can you tell me a little bit more about this group and what they're asking for of brands and why it is absolutely imperative that organizations work to meet these demands? First of all, I love, love, love that there is a group and we are able to categorize it and that it exists today. It makes up, I think I've seen different uh, stats, but it makes up about 25% of US shoppers. So that is a huge amount. And globally, it's also growing. But basically, they really care about sustainability. They care about different aspects of sustainability. So some some of them are looking at the a product, how a product is designed, 
from and packaging, right? So uh, think about a circular business model where you have the traditional business model is from cradle to grave, where you you design a product, you source it, design it, manufacture it, and then it goes on to the the consumer and it gets used and it gets thrown to you know the trash, maybe recycled. The idea behind uh, circularity is that it's a circular business model. It mimics mother nature. And so Lojas customers care about that. They care about how products are made. Obviously what's in a product, is it healthy? Is it organic? Are the ingredients things that you can actually pronounce? (laughs) That's a big one, right? And they also care about transparency. That's a really big deal because they want to know what they're putting in their body, what they're putting on their skin, what they're, who they're interacting with. The companies that they're interacting with are aligned with their values and what they want to do in the world. And so that is a huge opportunity. If companies recognize this and recognize that company that consumers are asking about this and they are taking steps to deliver, then they stand to gain the trust and loyalty of those customers, not now, but also in the future. And I mean, you're speaking to the absolute ultimate Lojas consumer right here. You know, I'd recently started composting as well. And it's like, you know, you do this, you're like, I'm recycling, I'm doing the, the beginning steps. And then you learn more and then you learn more and then you start asking more questions. And it's like, well, how much am I throwing away? Wow. Okay. Now I need three bins. Now I need trash, you know, but those are the small steps that really create a ripple effect. And I want to know that what the compost company even is doing after they pick up my stuff, like what's happening, what's the circularity and it's huge. And I, that's what I'm looking for as a mom, as you know, as my parents age, as my daughter's aging up and she's learning from me. And she literally now is saying, this is a lot of packaging. I, 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 and I'm like, yes, girl. Yes, that's too much packaging. Like, you know, this the article that you wrote with how they just reduced, I forget I forget who it was, it doesn't matter, but like they reduced their mailers by just a small like quarter of an inch, which was like tons and tons and tons of plastic uh, or plastic waste saved. Absolutely. I mean that and here's the thing is one thing that was really key in what you said is that you as a person are taking action, right? Everyone can say, well, it I don't make a difference, but you do because you're voting with your dollars. You're voting with your actions. You can choose at the very simplistic level, and I'm sure everyone listening here has heard this, uh, you can choose to purchase a stainless steel water bottle or use single-use plastic bottles, right? And so to those of you who are listening and have those single-use plastic bottles, recycle them and get yourself a stainless steel water bottle. I love all of this. I love it. And so most brands have a sustainability team, right? So there's people like you getting their hands dirty, trying to make change, all that fun stuff. Now, what would you recommend with your expertise as the three goals that a brand sustainability team should focus on regarding being more transparent with their practices and possibly developing new ways to share information with consumers? I know that's a huge question. 
but transparency is key. You could be doing all this stuff and the consumer isn't seeing it. So um, how can we know what you're doing and how can you be better? Yeah. So transparency really is key. Being transparent about the real impact of your product or your service is really going to help show your potential consumers that you're trustworthy and to help them make more informed decisions. So I would say three things. The first thing that comes to mind is being honest and open about what you are and you aren't doing sustainability wise. So look at most of these companies are reporting on their sustainability initiatives. So look at what you're reporting on and don't sugarcoat it. There are things that you are trying to do. It's okay to be on the journey. It's not okay to hide. <laughs> so everyone understands by now that sustainability is a journey and that brands and individuals, frankly, are doing the best they can with what they have. And so the idea is telling the story of that journey and where you are on the journey and where you want to go and being honest about. So that's one thing. Another thing is if you have products, you'll want to look at having a life cycle assessment and even thinking about an environmental product declaration or something similar. It's an APD. Really what that does is allows you to evaluate your product's environmental performance over the entire life cycle. And it takes into consideration the entire supply chain from the extraction, which is what I mentioned before, to the manufacturing, to the use and the end of life. And so it's something that's a voluntary declaration of basically the life cycle environmental impact. If you want to go even further, think about certifications for your products, and you may have different types of products. Think about the most commonly accepted certification. So if you're looking at a company, for example, you're going to look at maybe B Corp certification, which is relatively rigorous and will look at your workforce, it will look at the environmental factors, it will look at governance, it will look at community community impact. So there are a lot of different aspects to B Corp certification. If, for example, you, you work with cotton or you are in the textile industry, you want to think about the Global Organic Textile Standard, GOTS. So think about and identify the certifications that make the most sense for your products and then go after them. Because when you have third-party certifications that are recognized, then you're going to gain the trust of the consumer because those consumers trust that not only are you doing what you're saying you're doing, but someone else has verified it. And I would say, make sure that those certifications are legitimate because there are a lot of certifications that are out there and there are pay to play certifications and consumers will know the difference. We are right now, we have the internet and the world at our fingertips. We can do that research and figure it out pretty easily. Amazing. That was all so good. And I think that's a perfect place to stop our first part. But I just want to recap really quick those three things. 
uh, knowing that it's a journey and that you need to be honest and open about what you're doing, what you're not doing. Don't sugarcoat it. I love it. It's like you're dating your consumer. We want to be courted, honey. You need to court me. You need to build, get my trust going and I need to learn more about you. I love that. So number two, having that life cycle, that EPD from extraction all the way through the supply chain and its life cycle, the circularity of it all, knowing all of that. And then number three, getting that third party certification, which as a consumer, that's what I look for. I'm always looking for those labels. I know what that B Corp is. You can, you can find it out. You are Googleable. Whenever you date someone, you can Google them. You check out their Instagram. You check all the things. So <laughs> you're courting us, okay? Um, so that's it for today. Thank you so much, Anka. And yes, so many insightful things. And to our listeners, we will be continuing this amazing conversation in a part two. Visit Cognizant Podcast to keep listening. You definitely do not want to miss the rest of this conversation. Thank you for listening to the Cognizant Podcast, digital trends for busy executives on the go. 